First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Rogers, your QB1, in case you need to know. There are some other former MVPs that apparently still need to be told they're QB1. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And before we even get to sports, we, we had an argument going into the show that, that I, I need settled by, by the people because there, there's something that is being said that is available in Philly that I'm told I'm not cultured enough to understand. What, losing? <laughs> That is pretty much embedded in the culture there as well. Uh, but they did win a Super Bowl recently, more recent than New York. But apparently salmon cheesesteaks are a thing, like a real thing. I didn't hear it until Yates started talking about it. I've never, never heard of it at all, but I had to Google it to take a look at it. And apparently it, it is a real thing. And I, I know it's early in the morning, everybody, so I apologize. But I need to, I need to dive deeper into this because I'm not interested. No, I love why, salmon. Why? I yeah, love cheesesteaks. I don't think I need to combine the two like it's, you know, my chocolate and peanut butter. Like, I, this is not something I'm putting together. So you don't want salmon in bread with cheese. everything else and cheese. Yeah. And all. Neither yeah. do I. Okay. So you, you, you believe so. I believe so. Alan Yates, our resident Philly guy, tells me that it is something that, that we salmon need to Salmon is try. supposed to be cooked, grilled, baked. Yes, yes. You know, that sort of stuff. Mm. A little lemon, a little olive oil, salt and pepper, Perfect. whatever. Keep it, Keep it simple. Moving. Right. With some asparagus on the side. Nice light so, meal. Like, yeah. Bread. Yeah, Sounds you- like you can throw that in a sandwich, cuz. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying, man. I don't know if Key is allowed to speak on cheesesteakisms. I don't know if you are anymore, Yates, because wow. no one eats salmon cheesesteaks. Right, got- that is gross. That's not true. I'm not true. eating a salmon cheesesteak. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that now. to be true. Put Pat on the Costello, also a Philly yeah, guy. Yeah, that's not. Like. I'm not rolling up to the cheesesteak place no. getting anything other than a cheesesteak. Yeah, so I need to know. Again, at, at Key J and Z and also 888-ESP, 888-729-3776. Yes or no, would you try the salmon cheesesteak if you are visiting Philadelphia? I'm saying definitely not. 888-ESP, 888-729-3776. While we marinate in that, we can discuss – Week two now of the NFL preseason key because tonight we begin. Week two, preseason. Week two, preseason, right. And it's uh, speaking of Philadelphia, it's the Eagles and the Patriots as they've been practicing together this week. And now we have um, the continuing stories of the quarterbacks. Let's begin, though, with the Eagles and in Philadelphia. As I mentioned yesterday, and it just continues to be a story out of Philadelphia despite the fact that the head coach won't name him the starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts continues to impress his teammates. And every reporter that comes through there, no matter what affiliation they are with, they all come away with that same feeling, that there is a a building confidence from his teammates, that his teammates love him, that he has played well, and that Jalen Hurts has really done everything he's supposed to do to earn that QB1 job. 
But they haven't named him that yet. They, they won't fine. say it publicly yet. Why? It's okay because it's week two of the preseason, and you want Jalen Hurts to continue to just keep working. They see what's behind Jalen Hurts. So the team Joe makes know. Yeah. they like, uh, we, we, this is the guy. And I'm thinking the coach will, either prior to week three of the preseason, name him. Well, he won't play. If he's the starter, he doesn't play week three, right? Depending, depending on how they look at week three. Some people may look at week three as a true week three of past in the preseason where you played your starters into the second half of week three in the play on the preseason. Mm-hmm. So this might be, you know, Philly may say, this is our week three of the past preseason game. So therefore we're going to roll Jalen Hurts into the second half. And then after that, he becomes a starter because there's a two week gap before the regular season even starts. Sirianni just uh, like, again, we, we played this yesterday too. When we had Sal Palantonio on earlier on, it, it's like, he, he feels like it's crazy. They just don't name him the guy, like just to settle that and let's move on from there. And they won't do it. You said it's not that big of a deal. The players know, and that's in yeah. the end, all, all that matters. But I guess for the Eagles, like, like again, to keep talking Philly here, I was talking with Pat Costello, who's a huge Eagles fan, and, and I asked him, like, are, are you excited about the potential of what Jalen Hurts can be? A first-round pick, a guy who was a very successful college quarterback, Alabama, Oklahoma, uh, showed you something, flashes at the end of last season, even though they didn't win a lot with him. One in three. It, yeah, it, but still his performance, though, was a lot – it gave you reason it to. It was look, good enough for them to move on from. Oh, no question. From Carson Wentz. Yeah, but but with that in mind, it's anytime you have that next guy quarterback, you feel like your fan base gets excited. But Pat Costello is not excited. He said, "Why is, is why he's not excited about his Eagles and Jalen Hurts and what he can become? Mainly, it's because he's almost now because of what happened with Carson Wentz. He's almost afraid to believe in this now. Only thing that happened with Carson Wentz is one, he got hurt. And, and then he never really got back to form. But if you really break down his games, Carson Wentz played played pretty good in most of his games. I mean, he did. It really went south this past year. But you heard prior all, to that, he was okay. You heard all the rumblings though from teammates about him. I, mean, I don't care about his personality. He was a whatever well, in the locker room. No, no, it doesn't matter because you're judging him based on winning. He didn't have – he was winning. It wasn't any issues. Mm-hmm. When he started losing, he got into a funk. That's why he needed to change the scenery. And now he has to change the scenery. Let's see what the coach think about him when he steps on the field and in the locker room. Once he gets healthy, of course. But, you know, again, that's on the Eagles side of things. Again, Eagles-Patriots tonight in the preseason. With that in mind, there's an interesting question here because we have talked a lot about what's going on with, obviously, New England and Cam Newton. Speaking of not naming – a starting quarterback, Cam Newton, you know, again, dismissed that earlier this week. You know, Bill hasn't said anything, so it, it's it's irrelevant. Let's not talk about it, but Mac Jones is going to get more reps. He's going to get more of a look in the preseason, and there's been a lot of buzz about what he can be and what he has done in the preseason. So with that in mind, with this season, who has more to prove? Does Jalen Hurts have more to prove to prove to people, fans like Pat Costello, the, his coach, Nick Sirianni, the, the Eagles themselves, you've got your QB1 for the future. I'm that guy. Does he have more to prove, or does Cam have more to prove to the Patriots saying and everything else about well, his career Cam. saying, I'm not done? It's Cam. Alan. Cam has way more to prove. They went out and 
loaded up to make a run at the AFC East and get into the playoffs, brought him back because he didn't have a great year last year, but they also drafted the guy, uh, Mac Jones, to play behind him and take over at some point if he struggles. Um, So he has a lot to prove. If he goes out there and he does what I think he's going to do, then he'll probably re-sign again and Mac Jones will be sitting back waiting again. I mean, it's not, you know, everybody wants it to be a one-year deal and he's done. Mac Jones takes over. What are the odds that it is a one-year deal, though? Aren't the odds greater? They're they're great odds to be a one-year deal. But if a guy does what they think he is capable of doing, it's hard to let that go. But if it is, is that it for Cam Newton? Like, like could this – yeah, I mean, well, if he look, if, if could only this be way the last year he plays, only only way that happens is if he just is just just garbage. I mean, like bad, right? Well, he wasn't I mean, great like, at the end of last season. Different style of offense. I know. No, it I was know. he he ran the ball. He did everything in terms of running the ball, throwing the ball. Didn't do well, but that's why they addressed that situation. They went out there. Think about it. They signed three receivers and two tight ends. No, they wanted to get they weapons. Wanted to get to stuff help. around them, right? And if he doesn't excel with the stuff around him, then yeah, it's at, at that point in time, it might be time to go. We won't know though until we get into the season, right? The preseason for Cam Newton. That's why I asked the question because preseason for Cam Newton, that's not a proving ground. You know what you got in him? No, it's really not. Like he's, he's not trying he's to still, outplay Mac Jones in the preseason, right? He still needs to. Yes, he's trying to outplay Mac Jones in the preseason when he's in there. Not necessarily outplay him, but be functional enough where it doesn't look like it did when he was throwing the ball last year. At least the Patriots have a backup plan. For Jalen Hurts, the backup plan would be Joe Flacco, and I don't think that's where the Eagles really want to go. All right, that's the beginning of the show, and we start the day brought to you by Indeed. Higher rights right now. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up, all right, so another more QB1 talk. Why one team's QB1? He says, this is my time. Why is he saying that now? And, of course, is it really his time? We'll discuss that after Key has this from O'Reilly. Syntec Full Synthetic Oil is back and better than ever. Syntec is a premium full synthetic oil option and at an affordable price. Only at O'Reilly. The enhanced formulation of synthetic oil ensures complete protection against friction, heat, and wear and provides defense against sludge as well as deposits. Syntex is formulated for use in today's engines, and it's available exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shop your local store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com to try Syntec full synthetic motor oil for yourself today. Justin's going to have his time, but right now it's, it's my time. Andy had six plays, and we're going to get him some more snaps. When you have that enthusiasm about a player, you don't have the enthusiasm about the other guy, that can be problematic. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. 
Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Hey Z, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key this morning, 888-729-3776. We do have somebody willing to try, at least try, the salmon cheesecake, by the way. Uh, and his name on Twitter is Zach Pounds, so suggests he might like to eat. Said, I'm from Texas. I'm down to try the salmon cheesecake. Just cut all the veggies. Just get right to the salmon. Well, then there's no point in... There's no point. Just go buy Spread a piece of damn salmon. Just go buy a piece of damn salmon and put cheese on to keep just, it moving. Just, you don't need yeah, to do all that. This you can get something. it without cheese on that joint, man. Y'all, y'all how is like, it a cheese steak? Because you can get a cheese steak with no cheese and it's still it's so be a funny. cheese steak. It's a cheese steak with no cheese and no steak. But we call it a cheese steak. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, whatever. I need more explanation. Enjoy. Anyway, we move on. As Might we as move. well get some catfish and put it in there too. <laughs> that we could try. Meanwhile, in Chicago, as we were talking QB1s in the first segment when it comes to Jalen Hurts, not named QB1 yet. Cam Newton also not officially named QB1 in New England. But Andy Dalton was named QB1. He was, at least on social media, by the Bears well before they got Justin Fields in the draft. Now, of course, the sentiments might have changed, at least among the fan base. But it hasn't with Andy Dalton. This is Straight Talk, brought by Straight Talk Wireless. Let's listen to the Bears' self-proclaimed QB1 saying, it's my time. There's so much excitement with Justin, and, uh, I mean, it's deservedly so. I mean, he's a first-round pick, and do I want the fans behind me and this team and all that kind of stuff? Yes. Do I want them behind Justin? Absolutely, I do. That's not my focus. I can't focus on all that right now. Um, like I've said before, Justin's going to have his time, and Justin's going to have a great career. But right now, it's, it's my time, and so my focus is on being the best player I can be for this team and do everything I can to help this team win. So that's Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Keith, you have talked about how the veterans will let you know who they prefer, and the veterans have been pretty clear that they're pretty high on Justin Fields. And, and Dalton does acknowledge that. At least he acknowledges it, which he should. This guy's going to have his time. But he's saying it's my time right now. How would you react to hearing something like that? Uh, I just would be like, yeah, okay, be careful what you wish for. I mean, it, he, he's saying it's his time right now. Well, what makes you think it's your time? Um, because prior to the draft, you signed a one-year deal for $10 million, and you basically became the starter based on that in default. But now it's a different game mm-hmm. because they drafted Justin Fields, and people are looking – to put Justin Fields in. What I would say about this, as I've said before, I discount last year for Andy Dalton because Dallas was just not very good for nobody. It was just bad for everybody. So let's just discount that. Last couple years in Cincinnati, he didn't play great. That's why they moved on and and drafted Joe Burrow. But his time ran out in Cincinnati. Can you win a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton? Yes, you can win a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton. But it, will Andy Dalton play well enough if he's the starter to get to finish the entire year? I don't know that. 
And the reason I think you can win a Super Bowl with him is because if the defense is lights out, lights out, right, and he's efficient on offense and not turning the ball over, you can manage that and get there. And all he has to do is hit the targets here and there, and that's it. He doesn't have to be a 400-yard-a-game passer. Doesn't have to do it. You would need a strong running game, though, right? If he's going to be a game manager, well, have have I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it. Would I so wouldn't important. necessarily call it a game manager. Don't turn the ball over. And just keep it more simple. efficient and simple. Look at look. Just look at guys that have won the Super Bowls and what they've done in those Super Bowl games, or even what they've done in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, in the Super Bowl, Bowl you're, you're rarely going to see a 300-yard performance. It's just efficient. Yeah, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback. 200 yards, bear. I think it was 201, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Guess what he did do? Give the ball to the other right, team. Right. Guess what he had behind him? Fournette and Ronald Jones. Mm-hmm. You look at Patrick Mahomes. The year prior to that, he threw for 240, two picks, two touchdowns. Numbers wasn't great, but he won the Super Bowl. You look at Russell Wilson when he won. I mean, you just look at all those sort of things leading up to that you can be efficient. We had Ron Revere on early in the year, mm-hmm. and he talked about his defense and why he chose Ryan Fitzpatrick because he thinks, based on that formula, you can be successful and get to where you're trying to get to at the end of the day. And I believe that. But can Andy Dalton hold off Justin Fields because the moment he makes the littlest mistake, He's going to come st- sit over here with me. But doesn't this make you feel like – I mean, again, Dalton is not the one making the decision, but the way he talked makes it pretty clear that, like, no, I, I want the starting job. And he should want and, the starting job. Well, everybody everybody does. wants to be the guy. All right, but the point I'm making is that we have been debating the idea of what the Bears should do in this situation, and people might want to see Fields start the season, but it does make sense to begin it with Dalton. As long as he's – Fine. Serviceable. Yeah, serviceable. Yeah. Like, like, I don't think – like, you can't – can you make this decision based off preseason? And if you are trying to make this decision based off what you see in the preseason, keep this in mind. Justin Fields now has a groin issue. They held him out of practice. They play Saturday afternoon against Buffalo. Is Justin Fields going to play this weekend? Is he going to get to play a lot? Is he going to be hampered by the groin? Like, this all could change things. And also the Tevin Jenkins injury, the left tackle. We've talked a lot about their, their offensive line issues at left tackle. They signed Jason Peters at 39 years old. Because, obviously, that's a really important place, left tackle. So, where are they as an offensive line? Where, where is he, Justin Fields, physically going into this game this weekend? That's all stuff you have to certainly keep in mind as this decision is going to be made. So, when he says, his time's coming, this is my time, my time could be, okay, September, now it's no longer your time. Like, it could be quick. It, it, it might yeah, not be that's something why that you lasts gotta that be, That's why you got to be careful, though, if you Andy Dalton. Because, you know, you might get the first couple preseason games and then that's it. And that's your time. And that's your time. Time's up. Or you might go into week seven of the regular season and your time's up. Yeah. You just got to. Team performance is really going to be what what decides this, right? Like like if the team is playing well, you don't touch it. But if the team just looks like it's sputtering, then you bring the kid in. Because you do what the, the Baltimore Ravens did. Yeah. With Joe Flacco. Yes. You 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 look up and you got a guy, you're like, no. Nah. You go back to nineteen you go back to uh two thousand was it nine no ninety eight with me and the Jets. You go back to ninety eight and Glenn Foley was our starting quarterback. Yeah. And Vinny Testaverde was standing on the sideline. Right. And we all knew Vinny was the better guy. Remember the game. But the commitment was already there 
for Glenn Foley because he was in camp. He had done well enough to hold him off. Right. But we could just tell. It's like, no, nah, the other guy should actually be the one playing. Yeah. And then eventually – Vinny took over, and the rest was history that year. And he took over because Foley got hurt. I was covering the team back then, and, and I remember the game against the Ravens, which, I mean, coincidentally, that was Vinny's former team. He didn't play, and Foley didn't look good in that game. And, and Vinny, I think it was – didn't Foley get hurt, and that's what gave Vinny – that opened the door for Vinny to well, play, it and easier, then he well. it was easier for the coaches to make the decision. Yeah, but this is the reverse because Foley was the young guy, and Vinny was the veteran. I'm not even talking about age. I'm just yeah. talking about two quarterbacks that One a team feel other. like – the other guy should play. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I know in Chicago you don't want to hear it, but the reality is Andy Dalton starting the season probably makes the most sense right now for the Bears, and Andy Dalton's letting you know right now is my time, but his time, Justin Fields it is, is certainly coming. Meanwhile, speaking of time, when his time up in Green Bay, so there's no farewell tour for this future Hall of Fame quarterback in Green Bay and we'll tell you why this won't be a farewell tour after I tell you about Goodyear. Every move we make pushes us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or the field. Movement is how we make our impression on the world. It's part of who we are, and then we pursue it with everything we've got. It shows us who we'll become. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, every mile marker we pass, takes us to a new place and shows the world just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. This is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And yes, when you consider Aaron Rodgers a year ago, he said a year ago he thought this might be his last season in Green Bay when he was going into this this, uh, last season. And, of course, he spent the whole offseason trying to suggest, I don't want to be in Green Bay. I don't want to go back. But then, of course, Packers didn't blink. And we knew he wanted to play. So instead of retiring, he came back. So the questions now are, all right, well, you thought about retiring. You thought last year was going to be your last year. So is this sort of like a farewell tour for you, A-Rod? I don't, you know, I don't want a farewell tour. Um, I don't know what's going to happen after the season, but um, – but I'm going to enjoy it with the right perspective for sure. There are there is a lot of stuff to be gained from these type of practices, um, and I think it you know for me personally the perspective through some of the work I've done the off season and just trying to just be more joyful and happier is going to allow this season to be really special and memorable. I think. Now it could be his farewell tour as a Green Bay Packer though, Key right? Like it, it could be for if you're a Packers fan, it could be the last time you see him in a Packers jersey. I don't think so. Like, I, for one, have always believed he was going to play because he's a competitor. There's no way you walk away from the game when you're at the heights that he is at MVP of the league. You just don't do it. And so he didn't get his way out of there. They can fix a lot of things. They already are bending over backwards for him. Whatever he wants, they're trying to take care of that for him. And so he's making it clear, I don't want a farewell tour. And so that's that's where they are right now. Now, it reminds me of, do, do you remember the movie, Billy Crystal movie? It was called Forget Paris. Mm, he played an NBA referee and it has some hilarious scenes in it. it includes Kareem. So the movie came out when Kareem was still playing for the Lakers. Okay. So in the scene, Kareem is, as you remember back in the eighties, when all those guys like Dr. J cream, all those guys were retiring. They had this farewell tour yeah. where they'd stop oh, in yeah. cities and yeah. everybody. Kareem got the, was getting the rocking chairs. And yes. All, the different all that stuff. Uh-huh. Right. So they kind of have this scene from forget Paris in the movie. So he's a, he's a, I don't know if you could really hear it that well, but Billy Crystal is like losing his mind as a referee. So he ejects Kareem from a game and Kareem's just like, what are you doing? You can't eject me from the game. It's my farewell tour. And he said, let me be the first to say farewell. So this moment just kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> totally missed on you right now. Yeah. But everybody else thought it was funny when we talked about it before the well, show. Oh, I mean. The audio was not great. <laughs> audio was not, oh, you're going to give me that laugh? Yes, that's that's the laugh you're giving me. <laughs> well, I, uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I, look, Aaron Rodgers took the offseason to reflect on his career in Green Bay and to think about what his next steps would be. Now, he wanted some control whatever you want to call it, some say, they're, they're, they're working with them as far as that goes. Because sometimes you have to meet certain personalities in the middle. And well, I he, think, called, he still calls Brian Gutekunst that guy. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that you got to call him by his name. I mean, you know, call him whatever you want to call him okay. as long as you work together and you win games. I think that that is the most important thing. And for the teammates to know that Aaron Rodgers is all in this season, and when the season's over, we'll worry about the next season. But mm-hmm. for these next 17 games and 18 weeks of the regular season, as long as you with me and you're riding with me, I don't care what you do after the season. We'll get there 
and talk about it at that point in time. And I think that's what Aaron Rodgers is talking about. I don't, he doesn't know what's going to happen between uh, the start of the season and the end of the season. For all he know, anything, you know, they could just decide to part ways with everybody and keep him. I mean, that's just, you know, you just don't know. I don't see that happening. But but clearly for him, he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want it to become a thing, which I wouldn't either. You know, like for him to say, like, hey, it could be. And then now all of a sudden every every game you play, there do some kind of a, a thing for him. I'm sure he doesn't want any of that stuff. And well, he's not done playing, though. No, I mean, he's not see, done playing. He could be done not, playing in Green Bay, this though. This is not no, – farewell, farewell tours are for people that have decided. I, I'm, I'm done. I got one year. foot in, one foot out. Yeah. I announced my retirement today, but I really retired yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And yeah. That's not who he is right now. He's got four or five years of football left in him. If he does, then okay. Obviously, the pursuit for a Super Bowl, a second Super Bowl for him is a big deal. Huge. You think about right now current quarterbacks who are looking for that second ring. Him, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. Now, there's a couple other like Joe Flacco and Nicole, nah, nah, but nah, those, nah. yeah. Nope. These three, though, are the guys that are looking for that, that second ring. Is it, it, it for, for Rodgers? Now, three MVPs and a Super Bowl ring. Is a second Super Bowl critical for his legacy? Yes, absolutely. Because why? Well, first of all, Let's start in Green Bay. Brett Favre, he replaced. Brett Favre won the Super Bowl and went to another Super Bowl mm. and shattered all type of records yeah. and everything. And So he replaced him. So you're still fighting. Regardless, you're still fighting that. Is he number three still? Because Bart Starr, I mean, five NFL uh, uh, titles. I, I wasn't born. A couple of – it doesn't matter. <laughs> Historically, though, he's got – again, before the Super Bowls, he had five titles. And then he won two – Yeah, I guess, I guess you would – yeah, I guess two. so. But you fighting that Brett Favre situation, right? So now, let's assume that that's you put that on the back burner. Now you're always mentioned with the top quarterbacks who ever play the game, mm-hmm. the top quarterbacks who ever play the game. If you only got one Super Bowl title and you haven't even gone to a second, it's very hard to justify you being considered one of the greatest of all time if you can't surpass Brett Favre Mm -hmm. and if you can't, like, win a second Super Bowl or get to a second Super Bowl. When you talk about guys like Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is a great football player, terrific quarterback, but you never hear one of the greatest of all time. Never Never even got an MVP vote. Exactly. So that's not – his legacy is already kind of – where it's at. Patrick Mahomes been the two, got an MVP, and he's young. He's only in his fourth year, a fifth year. Yeah, he Mahomes seems year. like the guy that's got way more runway to yeah, worry about that of, second Yeah, one. he got a lot of runway. Well, 37-year-old uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a lot of runway. And he's still going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's still going to be a first ballot guy. Of course. But the conversation will be different because there's no second appearance and there's no second ring. Russ had the second appearance. And had they not just handed off the ball, maybe he would have two rings. Yeah, but even so, though, the conversation is not the, – the Russell Wilson conversation is a guy who beat the odds, who's undersized. That's the conversation for Russell. The conversation is not greatest of all time, the best arm you've ever seen, the this, that. That conversation is Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Th- that's what they always say. We go back to this all the time. And, again, this is such a, such a similar NBA type of debate. But Aaron Rodgers, as far as, like, a quarterback talent – I mean, he he is he you could the, make the case it might be the most talented, physically gifted, talented quarterback, and also go brain, arm, physique, all that stuff. You see, you see might what you be did? the best. You you gave him all that, right? Yeah. 
and he's only got one title. I know. You gave him all that. He's only got one title. But that's what takes me back to last year when, as we watched, third down, it's there's the end zone, and he doesn't go. Yeah, it's different, And then they though. walk off the field and, and they kick. It's, it's, and you're thinking – in games is different, though. I'll tell people to our turn blue in the face. In game is different than when we watch it on television. It's to- it just it, when you out there, things are moving so fast, and, and, and it's just it's in front of you. And you think based on TV, <laughs> I got a clear uh, line. I could just walk in. Yeah. You don't realize till on that field, that dude. It looked on TV. It looked like he's so far away from him. But in the game, it's moving so so much stuff is going on. I get you that. You see color, and then all of a sudden you go, nah, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to make it. You think in your mind, I'm not going to make it. I, I got to get rid of this ball. I get that. But there's also times, it's funny, because when we watch a game and we wonder, how the hell did he see that? And, you, and on the field, you can see it. So it, it, it does go both ways. That's just one of those moments, though, that I'll remember if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win another Super Bowl. Because if they go to the Super Bowl, not the compromised you, Chiefs saying, were going to lose not, to the Packers I'm as much saying, as they were going to lose to the Bucs. I'm not saying that you shouldn't remember that play. All I'm saying is I have to take into consideration when something like that happens, everything. I can't just say, well, he wanted to throw the ball. He, he could have walked in. Because in your mind, you're thinking – I'm not going to get there. That dude is coming. I'm yeah. not going to get there. So the easier route for me is to throw it rather than try to run and it gets stopped at the two-yard line. So you just it's a lot going on in games. With that extra down, though, you know you had that fourth down, and then what he, I guess, didn't realize is that they weren't going to go for it on that fourth well, down. Well, the coach never told him. Yeah, they just, yeah that, that, that's, again, that's a moment, though. You wonder if that, if that 10 yards is the closest he'll come to a, se- a chance at a second Super Bowl. That 10 yards right there that he opted not to take. No, they still had they still would have had to score again. They still it wouldn't have they wouldn't have gone up right there. They would have had to they would have had to convert something like a a, a, a kick a field goal or something like the that. The field goal didn't do anything. Like the, no, no, the, I'm saying the, I'm the saying the field goal was chipping away. Scored, that would have been a momentum he changing still touchdown. would have had to score again to well, take they had to the get, lead. They would have had to get a stop. Yeah, they weren't stop able to get too. the stop. That was the other other issue there, but Anyways, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Aaron Rodgers, does he need another Super Bowl for his legacy, not just in the NFL, but perhaps even in his own franchise? All the drama, all the offseason stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like we're giving you all this because you say you need it to advance. And if it doesn't advance, he doesn't advance, imagine the fallout that comes with that. Well, that's a great point. Pressure is so well, – we talked about pressure. Think about how much pressure is now on Aaron Rodgers to deliver this year when you're getting everything you want, right? At least we and think And you've you been are. to back-to-back championship games. So that means at the very least you've got to get back to that point. Otherwise, what did we just do? We just gave you everything, and we, did we get well, better? See, you don't want to even see that, though, right? You don't want to see that for him that he asked for, we gave it to you. Now they can point and say, see – if you'd have just let us do it the way we wanted to. Right. right. We had you in the right position, but now we're doing it your way to keep you happy. Well, it's a very interesting story happening in Green Bay. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin brought to you by Goodyear. Moment, movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven.
Patriots-Eagles tonight as we begin the second week of the preseason. And, of course, more conversation, more questions about the quarterback situation with both teams, but mainly with the New England Patriots. Joining us right now to discuss, Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. And I'm guessing the weather is just not where it needs to be for you to be in front of Gillette this morning, Mike. That's right, Alan. We got some rain, and, and I was thinking to myself, I'm going to let Keyshawn down again, so I'm going to have to come back next week and be out there. Maybe we'll start the show there at 6 a.m., <laughs> lead it off from Gillette. We'll get you an umbrella next time. But in the meantime, though, in Philadelphia again tonight with the Patriots and the Eagles, I mean, Cam Newton hasn't talked about he, – he has said that Bill Belichick has not said anything, and as much as the media asks about it, He's like, you know, Bill hasn't said anything, so let's not talk about it. It remains, though, a topic, despite the fact that Bill hasn't named anybody the QB1 at this point. Is that just Bill not wanting to give anything to the media? Or, or you know, he keeps saying that Cam's the guy, Cam's the guy, Cam's the guy. But you and many others keep saying this thing is still a competition. So does that mean that something could be won tonight? Well, it's certainly possible, Alan. I think the reason why Cam gets those questions is that Bill Belichick said, well, well, Cam's the starting quarterback. You know, there's a possibility that Mac could challenge and compete for that job. And Bill, this is Bill Belichick's words. He said, we'll see how that goes. And I will just tell you from watching 15 practices uh, through training camp, Mac is challenging and competing. Now, on the other side, I'd say Cam maybe had one of his best days this past Tuesday in Philadelphia in a practice with the Eagles. So it's not like Cam is just laying down. He's, he's challenging and competing as well. So to me, that's sort of where it's at. Mac is coming on, and, and I would say he's coming on fairly strong, but it's, Cam's also performing well. Mike, how important is tonight's game for Mac Jones if he wants to take that next step? So, Keyshawn, I, would, I think it's very important, and I'll take you out onto the practice field. You know, on Tuesday, he threw a, a bad interception in the red zone. They were working almost exclusively in the red zone. And to me, that's the type of thing. And he came back after the interception and actually performed well in the practice. But if the Patriots were going to turn to Mac Jones, it's those type of plays. You know, a couple careless throws he had over the middle on Monday where I say to myself, he's still a rookie. You know, and would Bill Belichick really turn the team over to him right now? So maybe like a play like that in Tuesday's practice, a couple plays like that in Monday's practice. I think if he comes out and plays clean in a game tonight, then it starts to make you think, well, you know what? Maybe those plays are few and far in between. But if we see something like we saw on the practice field earlier in the week, I think that might lead to more hesitation to even consider him at this early juncture. How much do, we, do you think we'll see him tonight? Great question. Um, you know, last week he played five series, this is Mac, and 33 snaps. Cam played two series and 12 snaps. And I don't think Bill Belichick has sort of has, has a number right now in his mind. Hey, this is what we're going to do. I think he's still sort of formulating it. Um, that being said, you'd think he'd want to see both quarterbacks tonight. I just give you one note of caution. The last time the Patriots went out and had practices with another team and then played them in the preseason, it was 2019. They did it with the Lions. They did it with the Titans. And Bill actually didn't play Tom Brady 
in both of those preseason games. So I just sort of put that out there as sort of, hey, this is what they've done in the past history-wise. But you'd like to think he would want to see more of Cam, more of Mac tonight as they sort of work their way through the process. Mike Reese joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, ESPN Patriots reporter. Eagles and the Patriots tonight as the second week of the preseason gets underway. We've talked so much about the quarterback position with the Patriots, but we haven't talked about the team in its entirety with you, at least that, not that much, as, again, they're trying to rebound off of a year without Tom Brady, a year where they weren't the, the supreme team in the AFC East, which they've really dominated that for the last 20 years. How are they looking overall? Is this a team that, that you feel like, you know, we, we talk, we're going to talk about later about how there's some teams we're sleeping on. Are the Patriots a team that some people yep. are sleeping on? I know some people feel that way, Alan. You know, flip it over to the defense, because you're right. We spend so much time talking about the quarterbacks. Monday's practice, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, seven-on-seven seven drill, uh, throws a pass. It's intercepted by Matt Judon, the former Baltimore Ravens linebacker. Judon, who practices like full tilt, full time, takes it back for a pick six, and he somersaults into the end zone <laughs> after making the play. And, and I thought that type of play, guys, was like, that's an attitude-type play. Like, all the, his teammates responded to him. Four years, $56 million they paid Matt Judon. Like, they need to get better on defense. They got run through last year, and I think a guy like that, and then you bring back Dante Hightower, the linebacker who opted out last year. You signed Devon Godchow, a big nose tackle from the Miami Dolphins. They're sturdier on defense in the front seven. They still have to resolve that Stephon Gilmore situation at cornerback. But overall, I would say a much more talented team. And I do, I do think it's fair to say this is a team some might be sleeping on. Mike, where does uh, Matt Patricia fall in with the coaching staff and his duties right now? He's sort of like Bill Belichick's trusted advisor, Keyshawn. Like, it, I, I noticed this out on the practice field Monday and Tuesday. So picture this, Key. They have three practice fields in Philadelphia. On one field, you had the Patriots offense going up against the Eagles defense. And you had the, all the players on the sideline. And Matt Patricia was sort of overseeing that from a Patriots perspective on that field. Now, on the other field... You had the Eagles offense against the Patriots' top defense. And everyone's on the sideline, but Bill Belichick's on the field on that one, overseeing sort of the Patriots' defense. And I sort of thought to myself, I'm like, wow, it's almost like, I don't want to say two head coaches in one, mm. but it was sort of a good snapshot of how Matt Patricia is this trusted advisor to Bill Belichick. As Bill is overwatching everything going on with his defense, he can then go consult with Matt Patricia, who's overseeing the offense, of course, Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, has that offense in good standing, but just another sounding board for Bill to lean on. Yeah, trust, obviously, a big word in New England, no doubt about it. And for Bill Belichick to have those guys he's worked with for so long, you can rely on them, allows him to do a lot more. Mike, great stuff as always. Good to talk to you. Thanks so much. All right, Mike. Thanks, guys. All have right. a great one. Mike Reese, again, ESPN Patriots reporter. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Where's I the mean, game at? I think it's in Philly. That's, I, th I think I saw that. I will double-check that coming up next. Promise. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.